everyone borrows from everyone else's bit of bias and everyone brings each other more towards the center mm-hmm. until to me then you have this what you'd call it like the liberal party of canada you are now listening to good bad or bullshit Hello, and welcome to the Good Batter Bullshit Podcast, where we discuss random topics, have an unrehearsed conversation about that topic, and then provide a quality review. My name's Mike Hodgins, I'm one of your three hosts on this show, along with uh, the one and only Bo Schwartz. Hello, Bo. Hi there. Um, how is everyone doing? Good. And, of course, Mr. Crofton Steers. Hello, Crofton. Hey, Mike. It's me, Crofton Steers. I call Drama that my... Free. Yeah, I, I call that my cut to the chase intro. I was like, four cool. through it. How, how are you both doing? Oh, we talked a little bit. See, this is the thing when prepping a, a podcast, a little behind the scenes magic, is we do a lot of the the how you doing when we first sort of log into the call. So I, I'll reheat a bit of that, just saying there's been a lot of drama, you know, at work, around work, whatever. That I've had to deal with lately, and so I got, I got, I'm not good with drama. I got a little anxiety going. That's all. So I'm glad to see two friendly faces and do a lovely podcast. And it's funny, yeah, it's funny because I was also saying Crofton, not a drama person. So getting dragged in that stuff, I can see uh, upset your, um, you know, your 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 zen. Uh, I had something on the other end of the spectrum because Crofton was like, "Don't go back to work, Mike," because I'm here. I'm just like a stay-at-home dad kind of thing, especially right now for the for the for this week. And uh, I'll give you an experience that is a pretty common experience that I have, which is very different than what Crofton's going through. So uh, oftentimes, like this is maybe a TMI for some people. <laughs> but I'll just say it anyways because I don't care. That means too much information. Right. Thank you for the context there. And um, so you know, we going to use a ba- uh, going to use the toilet with uh, with a toddler, right? And my kid is like, he doesn't like when he can't see me. So I'm going to like use the bathroom. But now he's getting older and he kind of plays on his own. I was like, Ivan, I'm just going to use the bathroom here. Uh, I'll just leave the door open a bit. You can play outside. And then I sit down uh, again. The TMI is number two. Just 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 to tell you how much like. You want your privacy, right? And then he runs over. He's like, Dada, Dada, what are you doing? And he opens the door and comes in and is like hanging on my knee. Like he's like on my knee. I'm like, Ivan, Ivan, uh, can you just give me a little bit of privacy? And we're in this little powder room I have. It's this like tiny bathroom. And then he turns around. Keep in mind, we're the only ones in the house. Turns around and closes the door to the powder room and then like leans on my knee again. He's like, okay, there, Dada, now you have privacy. And I'm like, a groan. And have to have him there while I do my business on the toilet. That's the kind of thing I have to deal with. I'm like, I just want to. I just want to take a, a shit lock on your door. Lock your kid out of your room when you're taking a dump. That's what I, I do. Like destroy things. Like I don't know. You, you have like a little girl who's like probably well behaved and nice, but he like smashes stuff and breaks things while I'm not looking. So it's like I have to keep an eye on him so I can be like, hey, put that down. Or uh, that kind of stuff. Anyways, that's the kind of stuff I have to live with right now, where you're just like, I just want to, I just want to sit on the toilet for two minutes in peace, and you, and you, and you can't give me that toddler. You can't even give me that. I just hello, like, Dada. Hello, Dada. What are you doing? I'm like, yes, son. Yeah, I. It's funny. This is not the same thing, but I had like back to back to back to back meetings at work at one point, and like people from my team were trying to get me between meetings. 
uh, and uh, I really needed to take a shit. And uh, and Classy. like it, I, I had gone through like one entire meeting of really needing to go. And at this point, I'm like, I got, you know, I got to go. I had a lot of coffee, whatever. This might be too TMI as well. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm too deep now, so it doesn't matter. Um, it, it, and then and then I'm walking, and then finally two people are like, oh, good, Crofton, we need you to go, go over this. And I'll be like, I'll be honest, guys, I got to stop you. I got to use the bathroom. I really got to crap. They're like, you know, you could have just said you need to use the bathroom. I'm like, I know. <laughs> But we're past that point, and then I just walked away. <laughs> yeah, there so. comes that where you hit that wall where you just don't care anymore. You're, you're like, I just, it's gonna happen. Anyways, Bo, how were your, how were your bowel movements today? Uh, there were actually relatively few. Um, surprisingly, I thought that reminds me. I feel like I have a pending one. I forgot about you ever have that where you're like, you, you had to you go wanna, really bad, you but you got distracted though? with something and you just toughed it out. And then it disappeared, and I so I don't. Yeah, I may have to go I'm, coil a grumpy in the middle of the show. I bet you're really glad that you invested in those podcast diapers. Um, no, no, but I mean, well, no, those are gaming diapers, but they can be used for podcasting. <laughs> they don't. Those don't <laughs> exist. Although, <laughs> do you see that they... South Park episode where Cartman is like blasting shit out? Uh, into a pan? Yeah, I mean, because I could he cut, a, cut a hole out of the bottom of this chair that I'm sitting in right now. It's a wooden chair. And then the bucket under it. I can put a bucket under it, and boom, I, podcasting. I it, Except, just sitting on a hole might be mostly uncomfortable when it's not useful. So maybe yeah. I put a lid on it. Like, you know um, how cribbage board on the back you can slide out. <laughs> you can slide out the thing. I just need to. I think you're a carpenter, Mike. Can you make me one both, of those? If Bo had these diapers for gaming, but everything I think of that's gaming related is branded like. Doritos Mountain Dew Extreme Gaming Edition. I just think it'd be really funny if it was like Doritos, like Code Red diapers <laughs> for it'd be like get Code get Brown. Don't, don't enter. Don't break up your raid party if you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, no uh, need to like being, that, being that we already established that Bo is basically living in the hive mind alpha, we should be trying out all these prototypes on him. He should also have some kind of feeding tube that provides some kind of nutritional slurry above his head, sort of like one of those hamster things, you know? Yeah. So. We should set Bo up there, get him going 18 hours on the game, little toilet underneath, little feeding tube on top. And it's like, this is what we're all going to be doing in like 20 at years. First, at first, it'd be a funny joke until Bo starts to like it too much. And then he we're will. like, He'll wait, be like this wait, is wait a minute. Why didn't I think of this before? It's like the Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, I already think it sounds like He's like, why, why am I paying for this 800 square foot apartment? I only need 10 square feet now, goddamn. I already think that sounds like a great idea. I'm, just, I'm not going to hit any realization. I'm just going to be like, I'm right. I was right all along. Those fools! <laughs> they Just imagine do. this future: everyone in a, in a ten by ten square shitting on a shitting on a chair they never leave and eating a nutritional yeah. slurry through a tube Although while they that play exists. That, that's Japan, right? Don't they? Hell on earth is what it is. Damn it! It's Japan. I would like, I would like to point out that this, while this was the most potty humor introduction possibly of all time on this show, it did have a thematic consistency that I appreciated. Yeah, yeah, consistency. I'd say. Okay, right, we're probably ready for a random topic then. Okay. Oh, that's true. All right, well, Mike, uh, you're in control of the random topic uh, generator, so are we going to go? Yeah, let's do it. Booyah! <laughs> boop, 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 booyah. 
Note to self, don't let new listeners start with this episode. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, um, the topic today is amusement rides. Amusement rides? Getting on okay. the roller coaster at the amusement park, I, I guess. That's what we're talking so about. So <laughs> the okay. first thing I thought of when that came up was this this friend of mine. I haven't seen him for, for a couple of years since we both had kids, coincidentally. Um, and uh, and he is in love with amusement rides. Like He goes on like, you know, or, or, or used to. I should use the past tense. But um, – he would go on trips like to far off theme parks and stuff like that to go on rides. He would go to Canada's Wonderland like multiple times a summer to go on like you know to go on the rides there. He was like a a thrill seeker in the amusement ride sense. And there's a bunch of people like like him that that are like chasers of the latest and greatest and best in like theme um, uh, theme park amusement park type rides. Now, I think we talked about theme parks on the show, which were more like, I always thought about, um, you know, the Disney type stuff, whereas amusement rides really are, are like the, the, the big roller coasters and the crazy whirlamajigs and all that sort of stuff. Are we also like, yeah, I agree. And, uh, but are we also including, cause you have your, you have your tiers of these amusement ride based parks, the like six flags, Canada's one. I assume that's a big U S thing, the giant, big, big rides and then do you do we count your like shitty carny you know traveling rides where you go in the gravitron and you like uh, for <laughs> sure we do they're amusement rides yeah I the, guess the teacup so. ride the teacup ride yeah the i like teacup, the teacup which, ride yeah or or the thing where you sit on the swing and it's got like chains holding and it starts spinning you around and you're like god i, I hope these trains this. don't break i love those rides the ones with all the chairs that spin around on chains they're pretty cool I went to this – okay, look, there were, there's no way to avoid this, so I'll, I guess I'll just lead off with it. I worked at an amusement park for like multiple summers, and then one summer I traveled around. And I worked for Nintendo at the time, and we had sort of a setup, setup there. But like I'd get there early before the park like park opened. When I was opening the, the Nintendo Dome, I would immediately go, and they would – I'd go on the rides before the park opened – um, and, uh, and one of them that was near was one of these whirly things with the chairs and the, and the ropes and, and the, and it's like, it's not necessarily an intense ride, but it's just super, it feels super nice. Like yeah, you're, you're flying. flying, you're flying on this chair, you put your arms and you're like, oh, it's a nice summer day. It, uh, it, it's pretty awesome. Now here's the thing in, I'm by myself on the ride. I'm having an awesome time. All is great in the world. That's not how most people experience amusement rides. Most people experience amusement rides by waiting in a crazy line to get into the amusement park, then go to the rides, and then wait in ridiculous, like, multi-tiered. Sometimes it's comical how long these lines are. Like, they'll have all these divisions, and you can't even see. It'll go around a corner, and you're like, I think once you get around that corner – the line's going to disappear. Then you get around the corner and it's like you're inside a building and it's just snakes along left and right. And you're like, why the hell is this five minute ride or less going to be going to be worth this? Like, you know, hour long waiting period. And now I know some places have like these, these fast lines that you can get in and all that. And so it's kind of hard for me to just like the rides in their purest sense are really fun 
but like all the all for it's like when you go to these ski hills and you're waiting in line for a crazy amount of time before like doing a one minute run down a short hill. It feels like all amusement parks are like that all the time. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. That's like I have not been to many of these things, and I feel like it's it's pretty much impossible to not get something out of these out of a ride when you're on it. Like whether it be uh, just that it's fun, exhilarating, a rush that you feel fear, which is then rewarded with all an endorphin rush after you don't die. You know, like you ever been on those big drop ones where it goes out there and you're just like, oh, and it gives a few like oh, yeah. click, 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 click. And you're like, oh, oh, it's going to drop, click, click. And then you're just dropping and you're like, ah! and then it's over and you're like, man, that was awesome. And it's like, so you get, so those are all great. I, I, I Those are neat sensations that you only get through something like an amusement ride because most of us are never going to fly a fighter jet or go in the space shuttle or whatever. So it's neat. But I mean, I don't know how many, how much, how, what kind of legs this episode is going to have because I'm like right away, but the lines, the lines are making all worth it. It's kind of like, I've been on a couple of roller coasters. So I, I've, I've experienced yeah. those things. It's fun. Yeah, sure. I like it. I do not want to stand in a line for two hours but, ever. The lines are not what we're talking about. We're talking about the rides themselves. And maybe the lines uh, are It's part of it. You can't have one with a... Yeah, it's true. Okay, if you say, okay, you close the park and you get to go on all the rides by yourself, I'm like, yeah, great. Amusement rides are great. But that's not what it is, as Crofton pointed out. That's not what it is. <laughs> you have to take it all in parcel. You can't just be like the, the five... The know. minute you're on the really? ride and that's all. It's like... You have to wait in the two-hour lineup to get on the ride, and it's part of the experience. <laughs> I guess I so. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, okay, yeah. I mean, is there ever a quiet day? Like, if you were really an amusement ride yeah, what enthusiast, it, raining. Yeah, do they run when it's raining? I guess. Yeah, yeah. Might. They generally will mm. run them unless it's like a torrential downpour. So, so and the, let me offer a counterpoint here because Crofton seems professionally experienced. Michael seems. Very positive on amusement rides, right? Except maybe the lines. He's trying to bring the lines into the issue to, to sell you, but the rides themselves, <laughs> you think is pretty awesome. Um, I'm not necessarily going to say something different, but I think of the three of us on the show, I'm the biggest wuss when it comes to rides. I have never gone on a drop ride. I refuse to go on any rides where you go upside down. It used to scare the crap out of me, and it probably still does, but I just haven't put... I haven't been asked to go on amusement rides. Mostly it's been a situation where either I was with a girlfriend or I was with family and there were rides and someone's like, be on this ride. And I'm like, no, it looks scary. I don't want to do it. And, and I don't oh, do it. You're that, you're that I know guy. What, that shouldn't surprise you. Like for the bungee jump, he didn't want to do that yeah, either, right? I didn't do the bungee jump. I just, I looked at it and I went, no, no, thank you. <laughs> and and the, the thing I'll say to that, and not just that, that rides aren't necessarily for everyone, like, um, and, and there's different, like, levels of thrill associated to, like, the teacups aren't going to be the same as, like, the monster roller coaster, obviously. Um, but, but I, I do, I do find, um, that, that rides are, you know, they provide a, kind of like a variety of experiences. That um, and we talk when we talk about bungee jump, like I mean, bungee jump there might not be a line, but there's a giant price tag, or you might have to book crazy in advance for like a very fleeting sensation. Um, it, at amusement parks, it's the it's the same thing for the most part. You're not going to get these experiences elsewhere, and like I've queued up for really annoying things. 
Like I've waited at doctor's offices. I've waited to get my passport. I've waited for Ugh. forms or for like job interviews. Like I've been in lines for really, really annoying things where I can't really quantify the value of being in the line or waiting for as long as I did. At amusement parks, yeah, I, I, for the rides, I'm waiting for a long time. But then I'm instantly – Hopefully gratified to a certain extent, and maybe afterwards I'm like, yeah, it wasn't quite worth the, the the waiting in the line for for the experience. But for the most part, it generally is. If there's a big line, it's because it's a pretty awesome experience, and then you leave with this, you know, a smile on your face. Now there's some that go wrong, and people people get injured. It's not like. Um, but I think probably that's pretty that's rare, fairly right? low low yeah. percentage. But so so if I can say the one thing, because uh, again, because I don't take rides very much, I th- I think they're probably cool. Actually, it's it's two aspects, but one we can touch on later. But this is this year I've traveled more by airplane than I have in my entire life. I went on two two trips, totaling. Um, maybe 10 leg like 10 distinct flights between stops and stuff like that and i had a lot of fun and that tsa line when you're waiting to go to the states and go through the tsa line i'm like oh, i'm waiting to get on my ride now the first one was really scary i was kind of scared it'd been like 18 years since i've been on a plane and it was fun i was like I, everyone's like just very like oh, i'm on a plane whatever and i'm like i'm taking off and i'm gripping my seat really hard and that was enough for me to feel like planes are a ride and i can't wait till the but next time they I go are, on like because i i yeah i would jump in and say because i love flying yeah. i agree it's it's the best part you're taking off and you feel the power of those like jet engines shooting you up it's like it's pretty cool and i would say that like amusement park uh does offer a similar experience and up from there. Like, I mean, you said you don't like the upside down things. Maybe it's a bit too much with the G force, but cause I, yeah, I, I love that aspect of, of the plane ride, but it's kind of like you're doing something else. You're not, no one is booking a plane ticket anywhere because they like the experience of the acceleration of takeoff. Uh, because that would be a stupid thing to do with your money. <laughs> it's more just like, it's something fun that you get when you're doing something else. But like the amusement ride, in some ways, it is a good value for money if you like that stuff. So if you like the airplane ride, it'd be like you go pay like fifty bucks. Maybe it's not fifty. Maybe it's eighty bucks now. I don't know to get in for a day at like Canada's Wonderland and have many of those experiences all in one day. And ones that are more intense. And that when you're when you're done and you get through it, you're like, whoa, that was really cool. So like, if you say you like that, I don't see why you wouldn't like a lot of these. Um, a lot of amusement rides kind of mm-hmm. surprised that you're, well, that you're I th- so I think it's more that like there's a certain type of ride that's for me and and that's like the teacup ride the, the, teacup. <laughs> the, the teacup ride the gravotron the one where you get in and then you get stuck to the wall the whole time like safe keeps me vertical rides as soon as you start going upside down or doing crazy barrel rolls or loop-de-loops good lord i don't there was one ride i went on that it was a pretty tame roller coaster. Roller coasters are okay. But at the end was a steep drop. And they take like your picture and you make a dumb face. I hated that steep drop. That steep drop that gives you that pressure in your groin. You know what I'm talking about? The what? Truck? Like, like you know when, you, when you're in a car and you go down a hill really quickly, you get a pressure in your groin? Uh... Like butterflies? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh... Like, like that roller coaster was like that on crack. 
Crofton's looking at me weird. Have you never had well, the groin butterfly? I don't think I would call it like groin. Yeah, it, it, I, I feel it in my penis. Like, like I swear headed, to God. Or... I swear well, to God, feel, I feel like, it in my you penis. You feel your stomach kind of like drop. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, but it tickles my penis. It, right it tickles my ball. penis. <laughs> it doesn't do that for you guys. No, it really? Then it could be just the way I'm. There. It could be the way I'm wired. It could be why I don't like it because it it makes my penis feel genitals weird. are too overstimulated. Uh, uh, like like that that butterfly fle- feeling. Imagine it in your penis. Like it's it it's weird. Yeah, I don't get that. So that's. And I, and also, I don't want to dwell on that point. Let's. Uh, let's <laughs> you sure you don't want to dwell on my penis? No, I'd rather not. <laughs> so, before discussing Bo's penis any further, I would I would like to say that I said earlier, ride term for everyone, and I I do stand by that. The, there are different tiers, but some people just you know just don't get get a, a kick out of them. I get the impression that Bo was one of those guys that would be like, oh, I hate this, this looks really scary, and then he'd go on and be like, wow, that was actually su- super awesome, as he as he did with the planes. Um, that's why he's the type of guy that you'd lay the peer pressure on pretty hard uh, to go on the rides. But like then, like there'd be roller coasters. Um, I used to wear glasses, and there'd be roller coasters with these big, um, you know, they go over the shoulder, uh, to keep you in t- type things and 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 you know I was a fairly skinny kid and it would bounce I'd bounce around and my glasses would get messed up and they'd hit against my ear and I was like in discomfort and there'd be a bunch of wind in my face and all that sort of stuff and and I've gotten off rides where I've been like that sucked or that was really like I mean I did it so kudos for me but but it was not an enjoyable experience. But I find the newer rides and how they're, you know, how they're designed and stuff are are, are really cool, and I get a great experience. And some some of the old, like I'm, La Ronde in Montreal where I was working, it had like this giant wooden roller coaster, and I've been on a couple of these old, like old, you know, Coney Island style wooden roller coasters and i really like i get like a weird sort of experience uh, like it's an adrenaline rush but it also feels like a throwback to old times mm. so I, I like that a lot i i have a lot of positivity surrounding surrounding this but like if you told me that that i was to, it's like it has diminished returns if you told me like every day like the summer i worked there every day you know go on a ride at one point you know you stop doing it you stop you lose the novelty um, the the things that are small annoyances become bigger annoyances and that sort of thing. So like it feels like a special occasion thing and not an everyday thing. Yeah, I could totally I could totally see that because it's like <clears throat> you know having had the experience of going on a few, I I feel basically content, especially as that's counterbalanced against the horror of waiting in line for an hour or two hours to do something that takes two minutes. Uh, <clears throat> but I think the other point that's really interesting about this is a lot of people seek seek this kind of adrenaline rush and there's a lot of ways to get that kind of thing uh but they're not all safe right and i think that that's the main thing that that the amusement ride provides where it's like barring the occasional accident and let these are occasional like when you hear someone dying in amusement park like and then you look at the amount of people that go through amusement parks it's very safe right like you're not you're not likely to die on an amusement ride. So it's providing you safety and like an experience, which is like exhilarating, which you might get from something like, see, when I was younger, I mean, and I still would be into this. I just haven't had the time or will, I guess lately, but you know, you go find a cliff and go cliff jumping in the water that I find a really fun adrenaline 
especially when it gets up to the heights where you're like, oh, this is getting high. You know, but it's unsafe, and people die quite a bit doing those kinds of things. And, I mean, you're still not likely to die doing it, but every year you hear someone, like, you hit something in the water or you drown or whatever. So, so it's like you can get those adrenaline rushes from other places. They're just not safe, and I just feel like it's great that there's, like, a safe alternative to experience this stuff where you don't have to, like, put your life on the line or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, like, extreme sports give you that feeling, but, you know, what comes with it, it's like – the amusement ride simulates the fear and apprehension of doing something which may cause you to die, but with the safety of knowing you're not going to die. Whereas if you go like, you know, skiing and you're in crazy terrain and you want to jump off a cliff, you're going to have adrenaline, but you might die. Like you might, mm. it might avalanche, you might land on a rock. Like, so that's the difference. And that's one of the, uh, I guess, good things about them. I have a question though, actually, Mike, and this, this, uh, is mostly for you, although both feel free as well. When we did drew golf on this show, we talked about like, you know, because none of us really play golf, and and Bo tried to defend it, and I remember way back. But but we talked about the environmental impact and the resources involved in all these these amusement parks and the parks themselves are are generally pretty huge but even the amount of space some of these singular rides take are are significant they take a lot of you know resources to produce and all that sort of stuff and you know they they while they're they're not as prevalent as golf courses all over the the place they're still you, you could argue that they they're not good for the environment or productive in that way yeah does it counterbalance? Like, like, do they get a pass because the rides are fun, or like, like? No, I, of- I don't think so. I mean, I, I was just saying that as a point, which I think is towards their positive. It's not gonna like my verdict. Uh, spoiler: probably not gonna be good. Uh, really? <laughs> but and that's one. That's one of the reasons. Yeah, because like these things are big, like luxurious, superfluous things. And you ever look at like a garbage can in, in an amusement park? It's like almost always like overflowing with shit. And then you, the funniest thing when you go to any mm. kind of like place that has a lot of traffic now and you look and there's like a recycle thing and a garbage and like an organic waste and you look at all of them and they're all just jammed with garbage. So it's like no one does. It's just like they can't control the people in it. They're a big mess. Not to mention probably what the energy costs are to drive these types of things. They probably suck tons of electricity for no purpose other than entertainment. Hmm. And I mean, you know, and again, I'm not trying to be too like, oh, no one should have any fun because it's like bad for the earth. You <laughs> should be able to have fun. I mean, I stand by the golf thing because it's not fun. Uh, but <laughs> whereas at least amusement park has that going for it, but uh, so, uh, but yeah, I still think that that is a major downside so here's against the them. Thing. Like what was your verdict on virtual reality? Mine? Yeah. I don't know. Because Probably here's, negative. Here, here's the thing: I haven't had many recent um, experiences in an actual amusement park ride, uh, plane rides notwithstanding. But I did. Pl- I did. I have an Oculus. I have a beta Oculus Rift uh, SDK two, and and one of the applications in it was a ride that swings you back and forth, and I was getting the sensation of um, uh, just a imbalance, I suppose, or like I was I was feeling things based on the equilibrium perception of of my brain. Do you think maybe we can? do without some of the negative impacts of actual rides by replacing it with really good VR versions. And, and... Well, it's funny because, like, I did, I looked it up. I said VR was bad. 
And I'll stand by that too. Though in some ways, I'm like, what did I say on that episode? I should go re-listen to it because I'm sure it was right. It'll, it'll solve yeah. the amusement what part. Raising, though, like if VR issues. gets to the point where like a lot of the experiences are are ride related, like or or they give. If there was a way to you know properly simulate, and there's these arcades in Japan right now that are that like you have the VR stuff, but then they 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 blow wind in your face and move your chair and like pretty much like so in terms of resource demand, it's much much less intensive than um than these giant parks is that like a better replacement i Pro- guess probably it's funny because i i tend to think like with this whole thing i'm like i you know i talked about and i still want to think of things that, that kind of give me a rush and the and that give you that experience and are fun and are also like a worthwhile physical activity i mean like just go and like Try rock climbing or something. It'll make you scared, and you'll get some exercise. Like try whitewater kayaking. I'll you'll literally like, oh, man, make this it is scary. Up one rock. I'll be like five inches off the ground. I'll be like, I'm done. I'm so tired. Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, I've been the point there. is like, so my view on this will be different than your guys, but mine is like, go and do something in the fucking world. <laughs> it's like that gives you those experiences. You can still have a degree of safety when you do these types of things. Pretty good so degree wait, of safety. And you get exercise. You, Not you, only sit in a you, chair. You're, you're really like, by like this is you at the beginning of the show, way up here, and you're slowly sliding down as you find more and more bad things to say about amusement rides. Well, look, you I, I, love, yeah, I did say that you they enjoy. were fun. And I, I did I, say that they were they were fun, a fun activity. But and this is again, again coming back to where my verdict's going to land on this. I I will come back again to the line, like the whole experience. It's like. If I talk about these other things, like if I go out rock climbing, it's fun. It's it's exhilarating. When I'm up like 80 feet on a cliff and you're looking around, it's this amazing view. And you're like, yeah, this rope breaks. I'm going to die. But and then you rappel down. It's really fun. And you get to the bottom. You're like, man, that was awesome. And I had a you know a day outside with some friends and I hiked. I didn't have to wait in the line. I got the – I'd be like, that's the type of thing we should do more of. Because though the experience of the ride is really fun and I, I would not take away from it, it's like – when I think of my experiences at, at theme parks, they're usually ones of like, oh, God, I don't want to go to one because of the lines. And mm. I can't get past it. Like, I went to Disneyland, which is the one in Florida. Crawford, at Disney World. Disney World when I was a kid. And, and I don't remember barely any of the rides from it. But I remember being stuck in one somewhere in some movie-themed area. Oh, there was Muppets or something. I don't even remember. Oh, really? It was a movie theme at Disney World. This is interesting. Something like that. But that I just narrow it down. There was this song that played on a loop. It was like, you've got a friend in me or something like that. Is it? And it just went on and on and on. I remember like, I, I still think of that song. I was like, oh, that line. Because it was like a three-hour line, and there was one song that played on a loop, and I was like, I'm in hell right now. Hell. And that's, I don't even remember what the ride was, but I remember being How like. How old were you? It was Toy like Story. Like 17. Oh, old okay. enough yeah. to be like. Why am I doing this? And it's like, you get on the ride, you're like, that was fun. Why did they play this fucking song? <laughs> Can't they play another song? It was so annoying. Like, and, and then you go to these, and more recently, my most recent ride experience is at this place near us called, um, uh, what's the water park called? The uh, one Calypso. With the, <laughs> the one with the racist, lazy Calypso. <laughs> when you, when you, yeah, Calypso. It's this, it's this huge water park. Which is, a, you know, those are amusement rides and they're fun big water slides. And I've been there twice recently and both times I've left being like, why did I go to that place? 
And it's like, yes, the water slide's fun when you get on it, but most of you're just waiting in the giant line, like being like, this sucks. I wish I was just on a lake someplace and I could jump off a rock. You know, it'd be way more fun than this. And then you get on, you're like, yeah, that was fun. Look at these goddamn lines. Can we leave already? And then, like, so it's just like the the experience of being forced. You pay money and stand around. It's just like, is it just the kind of thing like wouldn't going on a Monday morning or a Tuesday morning be better? Because most oh yeah, there's amusement parks. I've only ever been on the weekend or weeknights for for sure. There's ways, but it's like Crofton said, like yeah, if it's pouring rain and it's a miserable day, then I bet you'll be you'll do all right. But then you're gonna be wet and uncomfortable as well, right? The, the thing, so if we're talking about negative stuff of amusement parks, Mike touched on something earlier that I think is uh, is apropos. Like every once in a while, you um, and and you guys and I'll get together, play nerd board games or something like that, and pretty much in my mind, calories do not count during that time. So we're like essentially eating. <laughs> absolute crap will be like a pizza and let's have double ice cream for dessert with like um with gummy bears or as bo calls it you know a weekday meal but uh but like we had pogos last time yeah pogos or whatever but the thing is it's like i'm i'm having you know i'm out on a saturday night i'm having fun i'm doing what i want this isn't my everyday living this is like uh Oh, oh, you know, sort of a one night thing. I feel like people like when Mike's talking about how they sorted the garbage earlier and how people like they, they they're provided an opportunity to sort it correctly and just like dump it into things. It's because when people go there, you go for the amusement rides. You're there. You're like, I'm here to indulge in excess and and like be they excess sensations in terms of rides, excess consumption in terms of food, or winning those stupid prizes that like everybody can do without you know those giant bears and stuff at the stalls, like um, so I do I do feel that 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 is is true and like I feel like, you know when I'm walking down this is this is just a a side comment and and it's a generalization and i know but when i'm walking around the street or or walking around places like there's a certain percentage of dickheads to non-dickheads and it feels like when i'm walking around amusement park that it tilts very heavily to dickheads (laughs) like the ratio gets out of whack and like you'll be in line some jerk some dumb kids will cut the line and you're like whatever now bear in mind i worked even as a mascot for a time at, at at a uh, at a park, and so definitely I've seen my share, of, uh, you know, of dickheads. But there's something about the environment of the amusement park, the constant sensory overload, sounds like sounds, motion, everything, that that just signals like excess and and bad behavior. There's a reason zombies always fill it up in movies. Hmm. Yeah, it, it it does seem true. It seems to draw like the, I don't want to say scum of the earth, but. Uh... Because that's that's an overstatement, <laughs> but it's like, and I guess I've been there, so I'm including myself in that uh, you know characterization there. But yeah, I agree. It's like it's like uh, everyone's got an armband tattoo and uh, you know spray on tan and stuff. It's, <laughs> it's just, no offense to any armband tattoo listeners. Please send your hate mail to add good bad bull. Uh, I, feel, I, I think it's when I got this barbed wire tattoo, it was the best decision of my life. And how dare you say anything negative? I got good bad bull. As a circular <laughs> tattoo, and this is how you guys repay me? <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, I stand by it. Have we done um, we did uh, tattoos, didn't we? Yeah, I think t- I said they were shitty. Uh, 
Sorry. Sorry, tattoo people. It's... We've already <laughs> alienated that market. Yeah, this is like alienation. The show, basically. It also, I would, I would also say, if anyone wants to throttle me over the internet right now, to be like, it's just my opinion. Who cares what I think? You know, it doesn't matter. Right? <laughs> and why are you listening to this show? You why are you listening to this show? Do something with your life, goddamn. Go out rock climbing. And... You get quite a rush. Yeah, get, except rock climbing. Even get some exercise. <laughs> except the sacred, the sacred rock climbing. I talked about the two aspects about how it impacts my life. That's airplanes and, uh, and your uh, penis VR. <laughs> yeah. And, and the penis feeling and my general, I'm, I'm kind of afraid of the, the, the scary ones. They're scary to me. Even now I think about it and I'm like, eh, I feel scared. If you're just tuning in now, he's talking about roller coasters and rides, right? Not any other kind of ride. All right, well, let's bring up farm animals. I think we are. Uh, I think it's about time. We can do that and take a bit of time. Uh, do you know where the farm animals are, Mike? Where did you do with them? They live in your house, Bo. They're rock climbing. They're rock climbing. <laughs> the uh, billy goats are really good at it. There. Okay, like I found them. There we go. We're opening on the All right, order in the court, you clowns. It's uh, time to deliver the verdict. Uh, As the intro guy, Mike, perhaps you should step up in line. Wait, there's 100 people ahead of you. Just hold on. I'm a little bit (laughs) conflicted on what... uh, (laughs) I like that, (laughs) Bo. I'm a little bit conflicted on what I'm going to say. I think... uh, um, you can probably judge that it's not it's not good is one of the things I'm not conflicted about. Uh, like I think that uh, I, I like yeah, I, I guess I in some ways I said I said all I was I was gonna say it's like there it's a fun experience that is surrounded by shittiness, you know? It's like when you're in the ride, it's like great. And this is fun while I'm doing it. And then when you're out of it, you know, you're in some disgusting environment with sensory overload, looking at what other line you want to get into and stand in feeling infuriated for the next hour until you're like, yeah, I'm having fun again for 30 seconds and then it's over. So I I guess it's like, you know, and I I had go out and do these, you know, there's lots of ways to get these kind of rushes or exhilaration. You can get some exercise and get outdoors. And that's I'm like, that's better in my mind, but not everyone has access to that. You know, not everyone is physically capable to do those things or whatever. So rides can still offer those experiences, which are which are fun uh, and everyone should have access to them. So uh, this feels like a bit of a cop out for me. But I'm going to say there's bullshit because <laughs> let's face it, I wanted to say bad, but I'll stand on bullshit. <laughs> they're they're kind of shitty places. They often smell like shit or vomit. Let's let, vomit. That's what they often smell like. And uh, uh, they're they're annoying to go to. I don't understand the person who can have a season pass at one of these things unless they only go on the rainy days. And I also don't understand the people who take like crazy road trips to go to them because it's like let's wait in the car for eight hour, eight hours. Now we're here. Let's go in line again. I'd be like, you could have just bought a gun and shot yourself at home and saved yourself <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit oh of hyperbole God. there. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, okay, bullshit. I'm done. Next? I'll go next. Uh, Vote can close out. So, um, so I agree with the very first thing Mike said, which is that rides are fun. Um, <laughs> before he added all the other stuff, uh, I, I, this may come as a surprise to some of the listeners, but I quite enjoy to talk. 
uh, and uh, I, I often, I have vivid recollections of standing in in the lines for amusement parks and having super great conversations and chatting with my my friends. When I think about amusement parks in general, I, I remember vividly my ride experiences and all the fun that I've had. I d- and I remember sometimes conversations I've had and all that, but I don't necessarily – like Mike's had some experiences listening to the same song over and over and just wanting to murder himself. I know I've had some bad line experiences, but they haven't stuck with me in that way. So like the positive – overshadows the good and i think it's the same way when i think about skiing in those days growing up where i was waiting in these giant lines at a small ski hill but i remember just the even though it was like 30 seconds to go top to bottom on the hill i remember that more than i remember the lines and uh, this is another one of those cases so even though i grant him the lines thing it's it is for sure annoying and like um, I've been fortunate that I've got to do a lot of rides like in weird at weird times and weird places where I didn't have to deal with as much uh, of the lines. But my appetite for those rides is based on the fact that they're super fun and that I've just had uh, a ton of fun throughout my life in lots of different places um, doing rides. And I, I definitely I, I recognize the negative, the excess, the fact that they, you know, take a lot of resources to construct and all that. But like when I, when I got one of those virtual reality things, what was the first thing I want to try? I'm like, Oh, let's see how, what a ride's like. And, uh, one of the reasons is because it's, it's, uh, it's so fun. So for me, I just have a lot of positive emotions around this. So I'm just going to say that amusement rides are good. It's a lot, lot to unpack here. <laughs> is there is there really? i mean it's a really simple yeah. thing i think my feelings on them generally are that the rides that i can go on i enjoy i'm with mike i don't like the lines actually i agree with mike a lot but i just don't feel as passionate about as he does tonight which is it comes from a very deep real place and it's it's very yeah like touched a nerve with me it's, uh, like, yeah. like there's some true pathos happening here um uh, so they're fun. I don't like the lines. I don't like all the crap Mike said too. I'm with Mike on that front. But the main thing that comes to mind when it just comes to rides is that there's some I just won't go on. I'm just too scared. It's too chicken. I don't like my body being whipped around that way. Um, <laughs> waiting for Crofton's biting his tongue. I like it whipped around other ways, I suppose. Um, so, anyways, the the verdict on amusement park rides is that they're fun. But I can't go on all of them, so they're cool. But I don't know. They kind of, I kind of hate them too, just for that reason. So I'm gonna say that amusement park rides are bullshit. And um, overall, I think they're good. I'm less concerned with the same things Mike's are. Really, the bullshit comes from the fact that they're just, they're just something I can never, I'll never be a big doer of. And in fact, if you were to strap me into a crazy one right now. I would I would be angry with you. I would not want to do it. I would say I might might have some braggadocio and be like, oh, I could do whatever ride. And then once I get in the ride, I'll start chickening out, not wanting to do it. I just I just I get really scared yeah, about. Fair enough. Some people don't like the sensation. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> if you if you liked any of the sensations uh, that uh, came <laughs> towards you in this uh, in this podcast. Please let us know about that. Or if you'd just like to email and uh, 
describe the merits of your armband tattoo, please do that as well. Uh, we can get in touch with you. Can get in touch with us, and we'd love to hear from you. Go to our website, goodbadbull.com, and there you can find all the ways to reach us, including email goodbadbull at gmail.com. Or you can send us a tweet on the Twitter at goodbadbull. You can like us on Facebook and uh, engage with us there. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you can do so at Google Play, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. We uh, would appreciate a subscription or whatever you call it. And of course, we do have a uh, Patreon supporters uh, and a Patreon account. What is it? Patreon.com slash goodbadbull. And uh, the people out there who send us a few dollars a month, we really do appreciate it. It keeps everything going and, uh, and can't say enough good things about you. So, uh, guys, if our listeners want to hear what you guys are doing, uh, you know, on your own, aside from on the show, Bo, where can people follow what you're up to? Uh, follow me at Bo Schwartz for all the latest and greatest. There'll be some announcements soon. So you'll, hmm. find, you'll find them there. If you follow there, like you'll, you'll hear a new thing. Foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. I like, uh, I like, Bo, like Bo, Bo's every other episode when he's plugging his shit. He's like, he's like, keep an eye because stuff's going down. There's going to be some announcements. I can't tell you anything about them, but they will be announced. I'll be announcing my gummy bear dinner that Crofton described. <laughs> gummy bear dinner. It's like a fork and, fork and knife and bottle of glass of wine and gummy bear. Uh, Crofton, where can people follow you? Uh, they can they, they can hop on the thrill ride of Crofton's tweets by following him on Twitter at Crofton Steers. It's half plugging this show, half making fun of Bo. It's a perfect combo. The highest highs, the lowest lows. You'll get them <laughs> all on Crofton's Twitter account and you can follow me at ML Hodgins. Though I make no tweets, so I, uh, uh, that was the best. That was the best outro we've done. It was fairly succinct. Mike kept Here. it under control, sort of, uh, tro- and he had the best segue from verdicts to giving the information in the history. Oh, thank if you. Well. If you enjoy those sensations, tell us the sensations that you're feeling. That was sensations <laughs> <laughs> like hatred, <laughs> annoyance. I was just thinking I, about. I like how, send us a bulleted a bulleted list of your sensations. I like how Mike, so, so our, our, you know, like <laughs> Mike's verdict is like, Mike, if it's a topic that involves fun, generally is like bullshit. Um, it, it's, <laughs> I like it, fun though. I it, not yeah, sure you do. And then, and then <laughs> Bo, though, was, his was most hilarious when he was rationalizing it. He's like, look, I like rides. Rides are good, except they scare me so bullshit. <laughs> that's fair, though. I think that's fair. Know, if you, get, don't, if you don't like the thing, like, it's like you're asking, it's something specific that he's like, I don't like this thing. Why would I call it good? I mean, that's, it's a fair point. Yeah, I agree. They're just bullshit because I don't I, get to enjoy them like other people do. I just like, like, it'd be like if, some, you know, I don't like spiders. It'd be like if there's the spider that is the cure for cancer. And uh, they've just discovered it. We're, we're doing a verdict on spiders. And I'm like, yeah, they cure cancer, but also they kind of scare me. So uh, they actually bad? scare me. So I'd be saying bad. Fuck those spiders. I don't want to touch them. <laughs> I'd rather cancer. Well. <laughs>
I'd rather, I don't know, there's some sort of solution that involves knocking me out and having the spider have its way with me. Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.